And welcome back to another Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas and Najana back with you in the booth. And uh, we're going to do something that we've never done on here before. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you game? (laughs) Let's do it. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to do a reading. I mean, a real honest-to-goodness reading. This came up. I wanted you guys to see and hear, not see. You won't see anything. You'll Ooh. see whatever you're looking at. We'll have to do that another time. Do yeah, we will. We're going to do some on YouTube as well. We're, we're really going to roll this out. So we kind of stumbled, on, stumbled into and onto this in doing our respective readings that I was doing of astrology and Majana has been doing for her life after life, angels and guides. And you're doing card readings now that are quite remarkable from this big one that you're doing is like incredible. Yeah. So this is, I asked my guides a couple months ago. I said, okay, so I have left my job. I'm trying to follow (laughs) guidance here with no resistance. That means I'm trusting that you will give us guidance on how to replace this income. And it was very cool. And this is actually a result of that. My guides Mm. said that Thomas and I should do these readings together. And what will happen is, I have a guide who has come forth that helps me with these readings, and that guide will bring in the guides of whoever's chart we're reading. So it's been very cool. So if that kind of thing is foreign language to you, what she just said, you should check out her podcast, which is called Life After Life, and she goes into that whole topic of what she just said much deeper. But basically, she is in touch with our spiritual guides our soul guides. And how this started is I had a couple of difficult charts that I was reading. So I just said, hey, Majana, come in here and and look at this. And I would start describing the chart. And all of a sudden, she'd get that look. (laughs) (laughs) And she would start talking about what the guides were saying about the chart. And we would pitch that back to the person and find out that, yes, that was completely spot on. Then we did it in this um, event that we just had back in uh, earlier in uh, November. And we had, we did kind of a hot seat kind of thing where we had people come up and sit in front of the group and we did exactly what we're going to do right here. And sure enough, I mean, it, uh, just to say scary would be like spot on. Um, these It's been very accurate uh, what has come through on these things. So I thought we would just give you a little taste of this and you could hear what these sound like. And then if this is something that is of interest to you, we can tell you how you can participate in this live with us uh, over a Zoom session. So this particular person, and uh, we're going to call her Jane. I do have permission, by the way. I did ask permission if we could do this. And uh, she said, yes, of course, but just not too many details and not to use her real name. So Jane is our person who we are doing this for. Now, Jane is married, but has been a kind of a uh, rocky relationship. So many people have that. Even to the point, there are kids involved, but even to the point, and I've seen this so many times, where the relationship went to the point of getting divorced and then getting back together, and then the same issues that caused the divorce in the first place come back around, 
and now kind of looking at what to do and looking for direction. So she came asking for some astrology, and I brought Majana into this now to also uh, start to see what her angels and guides might say because she is looking for clarity, looking for direction. Should she leave? Should they should they go through this again? Kind of thing. Okay. Not an uncommon situation. Now, uh, from an astrological standpoint, one of the things that stands out to me is that her son is in her 12th house. And the 12th house is about bringing things that are hidden to light. It's the last of the houses. There are 12 houses in the astrological wheel. Number 12 of 12. So it's about endings, completions, and bringing... It's, it's like if this podcast had a house on the astrological wheel, it would be the 12th house. It's the house of bringing things that are hidden to the surface. And she has her son in the 12th house. That often will indicate... Uh, multiple events in somebody's life where they are dealing with these completions. And see, that's kind of a theme for her in her relationship, which, when we look over at that particular house, has the moon in Sagittarius. So there's another spiritual connection to this. And one of the things that I do is throw the astrology chart into... The, the viewpoint that the ancient astrologers looked at and the viewpoint that the modern astrologers looked at look at. And when I do that, that moon goes into the eighth house, which is uh, an area of, again, endings and completion. In fact, technically, it's the house of death, although it has nothing to do with a person's own death, but it does indicate that there are cycles of death and rebirth. So her guides are coming in and understand that your angels and guides will never, ever tell you what to do because you have free will and there is no wrong answer. The end result is always love. <laughs> That's just what we're here for. It's universal love. But the way you're going to get there and the lessons you're going to live and learn along the way can vary greatly, but they'll all still end up in the same place. So with this being in her 12th house, what what they are talking about is completion with um, not a relationship, but with a lifelong habit of hers, which is being selfless. What she's supposed to be learning is to stand in her own power and stand in her, be authentic with who she is and understand that it's okay to set boundaries. I'm seeing that they're showing me that she has a hard time setting boundaries with everybody. And this is in all aspects of her life and career. She is a little more comfortable, but being a very, um, a people pleaser, and I don't, I, I'm sure you said what sign her son's sign is. I wasn't listening. I was listening to it's, the... Um, it's actually Taurus. Okay. I was listening to her guides. Sorry, not you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so she's very much a people pleaser, and that's been a lifelong pattern. There have been times 
when she has stepped out on her own. And but she has to be really pushed to do that, like back up against the wall, totally frustrated, hits the the you know the absolute can't do this anymore, and then she's she puts her foot down, makes a shift, sets some boundaries, and feels absolutely liberated, and it's a sense of freedom and oh my gosh, this is who I really am, and she loves that and can revel in that until somebody else comes along again and tries to impose on her that is giving asking her to give up a piece of herself and that's her habit and that she actually brought that in this is not just this lifetime they're saying that that this is what she brought in with her to work on this is a life lesson for her so in this particular relationship as in all of our relationships we are it with somebody that can call us out and help us grow through a lesson and that's one of her lessons to grow through. Pluto gives an exclamation mark to that because her Pluto is in Libra, and Libra is all about balance. And it's also in the fifth house, which is kind of that area of fun. So that's just saying that she has a struggle in that area. And Pluto, when she was born, was in retrograde. So it is saying that she has this kind of challenge with finding that balance and allowing herself to have fun. Yeah, so what they just showed me was, is is a picture. I have no idea what she looks like, but they're, they're showing me what I assume she looks like, or it's, at least it's a woman. And by herself or with people she's completely comfortable with, they're showing me like this, throw her head back and laugh, and, and this like belly laugh, very, very joyful. But when she doesn't feel like she can do that, when she's in the presence of someone who is not that free, then she doesn't laugh like that. She might, she stifles the laugh. Guess where her Jupiter is? I have no idea. It's in the house of friends. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your, and it's it's across from the fifth house. So there's exactly that picture that you painted of, of um, being with friends and being comfortable. Mm-hmm. And letting the fun shine. And that's that will be that's very important to her. But she feels she has to stifle that. All right. So here is somebody who's trying to decide whether to stay in or leave a relationship. Mm. Okay, so again, the your guides, your soul team will never tell you what to do. And the exception to that would be in any abusive situation. That is never okay. They love you. They want you to be protected. They want you to learn your lessons. So the bottom line is it's really up to you. Now, if especially if there are children involved and if you're very, very miserable, you intuitively know the right answer. Sometimes you want other people to tell you what to do. And your guides and your angels can give you signs. And it cracks me up when people say, I've been asking for signs and and I'm just not getting any, except that this and this and this and this has happened. (laughs) It's not a neon billboard, folks. Exactly. They're subtle. Typically it's not. And sometimes you really do need to stick with a relationship because there are so many lessons that you can learn from that. And sometimes your partner can trigger you and call you out in ways that, other people just can't because you have other lifetimes together or or that's just your contract in this lifetime. 
even if that's the case, if you signed up and you know that this is the person to be with and it's it's just such a challenge, you can still walk away. It's still, bottom line, your choice. Just because it was a great idea when you were disincarnate and you were kind of writing this soul contract doesn't mean that right now you can stay with that. So you always have that freedom. If you or your kids or anybody isn't safe, then you absolutely need to leave. That's just a given. Otherwise, looking at all of the players, and sometimes, sometimes our lessons are so obscure and so out of the box that we don't even think of them. I mean, everything is a possibility and everything's a learning situation. There are benefits to self-sacrifice, but there are not benefits to let it go on for so long that you lose sight of who you are and be miserable. So the short answer is if somebody's saying, should I be in this relationship? Well, if it's not a an abusive one, then truly it's your call. <laughs> you know, it comes right back onto what what you want to go. What do you want to learn from it? Now, from the chart's position, a couple of things significant. First of all, the big thing that's happening in the sky right now is the Saturn-Pluto conjunction. I've talked about it on here. I've got that uh, free video. If you'd like to see what my take on the whole thing is, go to our uh, store page now at soulfoodtalks.com and go to the free stuff area, and you can download that Saturn-Pluto video and see my thoughts on that. But that is happening for her in that eighth house, that eighth house of death and completions. So um, death and rebirth. So that could be a piece of this. Mm-hmm. Also, Venus, transiting Venus, when we're recording this, is just about to move into Aquarius. In fact, by the time we get this released, it will be in Aquarius. And Aquarius is that, oh, by the way, I've meaning to talk to you. I did my uh, fun astrology podcast on this, Uh being aware of what Venus in Aquarius means. And I mentioned that your chart has a bunch of dispositors of of Aquarius. So Aquarius is, don't tell me what to do. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. So in... (laughs) In relationships for the next about six weeks, there could be this energy of don't tell me what to do. Hmm. And then Aquarius is the rebel, the little independent rebel. So, folks, you may have that coming up in your relationships over the next six weeks or so. That would be through, uh, let's see, early February 2020 is kind of what we're talking about there. So that's another aspect, Jane, that you might um, factor into this is you might be getting a little puffy over the next couple of weeks. <laughs> puffy. <laughs> <laughs> just like, you know, you might just say the hell with it and walk out is, is the deal. Uh, and that could be that Aquarian energy, that Venus in Aquarius could be a little bit snippy. But, you know, so those two points that you just made, um, again, and I forgot what it was because I'm half and half which world I'm in. But what what they're telling me is there is a major factor in this relationship with Jane and her husband, and that's her standing, her owning her power and standing there. And what will happen is when she's comfortable in doing that, she gets a taste of it and she becomes more confident, and that becomes the place that she lives. That is a completion 
that she that's part of what she's here for. That's what he's helping her with. And then at that point, things often happen like you just have this knowingness of, you know what, we've gotten each other to this point and now our purpose together is over. We've kind of outgrown each other and it's time to move on and that becomes very clear. Or it could be more of a, wow, we can check that one off the list. We accomplish that and then we start growing together in different ways. But it often becomes just really clear. I'm going to get on a soapbox for a second. (laughs) (laughs) This, um, I was having a conversation with somebody this evening about this. Um, These dogmas that come to us through particularly religious beliefs, I'm getting ready to get after some of them. Uh Uh-oh. And this is one of them, that you have to stay married for the rest of your freaking life, right? When you're miserable. Yeah, no. Because Majana just nailed it. We are here for growth purposes. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with leaving a relationship, especially in namaste, because it is complete and because you can move on. I had a friend who had a really cool relation. Here's what they did in their marriage. Now, they were married, and they've been married for about 30 years. But every year on their anniversary, they would go out to dinner and they would have a re-up agreement. And it was that after a year, they could go their own way. They were free. But if they re-upped for another year, then they they committed for that full year. For them, that worked. For some people, that might seem a little weird. But for them, it worked. And it, it held together through raising their kids and everything else. But what I love about that story is it gives the freedom. First of all, it has the element of commitment, but then it gives the freedom to say, you know what, if we each or one of us reaches a point where this no longer serves, then in namaste, we are free to go. I think the way they put it, too, that I thought was so beautiful was, I choose you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... um, This was part of Landmark. It's one of the last little exercises they do. And they set up, they bring somebody up in front of the room, and they sit you on a chair, because you're going to be there for a while. (laughs) (laughs) And they say, and I'll just do it with you, chocolate or vanilla, choose. Chocolate. Why do you choose chocolate? Because I like it. Great. Perfect. Okay. Another question. Chocolate or vanilla, choose. Chocolate. Why do you choose chocolate? Because I like it. Chocolate or vanilla, choose. Chocolate. Why do you choose chocolate? Because I like it. I choose it. <laughs> this goes on for probably 45 minutes. And it they, they play it up and, and they make it really funny. And generally, I, you know, if they got a Capricorn like Majana, they might <laughs> actually be asking for your sign before they call you up for this. But the idea is that it gets playful and it gets, you know, you can imagine after asking 20 times, the person gets a little irritated. They have no idea where this is going. And finally, the conclusion of it is really what she indicated. Majana's heard this before. But the the punchline is to say, I choose chocolate because I have the choice, and I choose to choose chocolate. 
Actually, I was about to go for a twist. So (laughs) if you choose a twist, you can choose a twist. The moral of the story is that you have choice and you have exercised that choice. Own it and be proud of it. Right. right. I can choose and I choose chocolate. End of story. No other explanation. And when I heard that, I was really at the bottom of my life. This was when I was just in the real dumps. And I was I didn't care about relationship advice or anything else. But when I heard that, I thought, man, that is some of the best relationship advice I've ever heard. When you can look at somebody and say, chocolate or vanilla choose, I choose you. Why? Because I choose you. That's the best relationship you could possibly have. And then, but once you're in that relationship, there's compromise. That's when you go twist. (laughs) (laughs) But the idea of renewing the commitment of the relationship on an annual basis is not a bad idea. Where you come back and you just acknowledge, you know, when you give your partner the gift of choice, you've given them the greatest gift in the world. Yeah, it's an open door. It's freedom. I mean, who would resist that, you know, right. to say, look, I've done everything I can possibly do. I've I've gone to the left. I've gone to the right. I've gone up. I've gone down. I've gone dark. I've gone light. And I cannot figure out how to make this thing serve me anymore. And I would like to have my freedom to go explore my future. And to be given the gift of that is unbelievable. You know, to but, but to put the constraints of the commitment to say, if we decide from anniversary to anniversary to up again, then you are all in 100% until we meet again. Right. You get the point. I mean, like I said, that might not work for everybody, but you get the idea. I love it. And I choose you. I choose you too. <laughs> and we choose you as well and love having these little chats with you. Now, if you enjoyed that and you would like one of those readings, the website is soulfoodtalks.com. And it's the, uh, you can scroll down either to the category or the box, the section there that says readings with Majana. And it's right there. It's the Thomas and Majana one hour intuitive session. Or you can scroll down, and I think it's the fourth or fifth one down of the individual products where it says live one hour astrology and guides reading with Thomas and Majan, and we'd love to do that for you. You know what isn't on there that I was, I'm going to wait. My plan was to wait a little bit, but I'll open it up to y'all as, as the listeners. One of the things that my guides also told me to do is ex- a, kind of an extension of this, a couple's reading as what is it? It can be with a spouse, a child, whatever, some significant person in your life but what is your purpose together in this lifetime? And that's been pretty darn cool as well. So it's not on the storefront, but if you're interested in that, just email us and and we'll get that set up. So you could email me, thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com. The other little cool thing about this little storefront now is in the lower right, there is a chat box. You can activate that and just type in there, couples reading, and we can respond from there as well. Yep. Or you can get me at Majana at Life After Life Radio. So those are all the resources. 
All right. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening. Jane, I hope that this blesses your life and your your future and your soul's journey. Enjoy your journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.